Recording live from the Northeast Georgia Business Radio X studio, this is Northeast Georgia Business Radio. Welcome back, folks. Welcome back to Northeast Georgia Business Radio. I'm your host, Tom Sheldon, and yes, we're coming to you live from the beautiful Empower College and Career Center of Jackson County. I have with me a returning guest. Yes, he survived the first one, and he's coming back for more. Now, I'm very fortunate yet again to have with me a good buddy of mine, Mr. John Eastler, CEO of this Empower College and Career Center. John, welcome back to the Northeast Studio. Well, thank you for having me back, Tom. I wasn't sure after the first time you'd want to have me back again. Hey, I don't, I don't know if I should say this, especially on open mic, John, but your show is the most downloaded that we've done Folks, his head just hit the ceiling. There it goes. May have to pop it before I walk Might out. Might have to. <laughs> Might have to. Congratulations on that, sir. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. You've almost hit 1,000 downloads. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. A little bragging rights. Well, that makes me feel special. Well, you are, well, you are special. <laughs> you are special. All right, let, let's build the ego a little bit more. And I would love to say that I planned this. I hadn't told you this. I'd love to say that I planned it. I didn't. This is the 50th episode of Northeast Georgia Business Radio. Wow. And you are the guest. I feel extra special right now. I think maybe we should just change seats and you host it. I mean, to, to heck with this. Uh, I'm, I'm ready for it. Let's go. I, I know you are. I know you are. And that day, that day is coming. That day is coming. Folks, we're going to talk about some really cool stuff. But then again, everything at the Empower Center is cool. But, John, we have a, uh, what, a new school year coming up right around the corner. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I don't know where summer went. Uh, we blinked, and all of a sudden, in just a couple of weeks, we're going to have a whole lot more students walking through these doors August the 3rd, and we're really excited about it and been working really hard this summer to make it happen, but uh, it has gone by really, really fast this summer for some reason. What's the uh, what's <clears throat> the number do you think is going to be? So uh, without our pre-K or preschool, we are right at 2,000 students. I think that number will probably fluctuate up a little bit because there's still lots of enrollments happening. Um, So I think that number is going to go up. If you look at the special needs preschool that we offer, I think that number is more like 2,060 or 2,063. And we're real excited about that. Was that that special needs preschool? Is that that something relatively new? Was that there before? Uh, It's been here since uh, we opened our doors. We've had an opportunity to to be able to host some good units here. I, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's lots of good reasons to do it, but one of the uh, one of the reasons is our teaching as a profession students who are learning to become teachers uh, get to experience firsthand child development wow. and how do you plan all kinds of different lef- lessons to meet all kinds of different needs of students, and uh, so they get an opportunity in this building to uh, experience some of those lesson planning skills and and child development skills and getting those young people ready for uh, kindergarten. So so once again, we got some real-life skills. Absolutely, that, yes. That the students are, are benefiting from. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. That's awesome, man. Mm-hmm. That's very good. This coming up year, this is year three? Year three. Year three mm-hmm. from the Empower Center. And, you know, just kind of give you some uh, – perspective on numbers when when they talked about empower they hoped that we would serve somewhere around three or four hundred students maybe 500 first year was 1451 i think this past year was 1676 this year's 2000 plus so i think i think we're doing some pretty cool stuff and i think our young people are going out and talking with their friends and 
their students, uh, other students are making sure they're signing up to take classes here. I think that's why our numbers are going up so much. No, I, I don't mean to I, – I, wow, I'm not making a lot of anything you just saw uh, said because it is amazing and people are talking. You know, i got to ta- uh, pat myself on the back. I am joking here, but pat myself on the back for what the last six months attendance has really rocked it up, right? It's all because you all – that's, that's, that's what I'm getting this at. studio here, absolutely. See? It's we, working, John. It's it, working. It is. We wouldn't be here without you, Tom, for <laughs> well, sure. I, no, I would not go that far. We're going to back off that real quick, folks. Well, the, the, uh, the lights just blinked, I think. They're, they're already kicking us out. <laughs> and I'm fortunate I'm sitting far enough away from you. If lightning strikes, I'm going to be in good shape. Wow, you sound like my wife. <laughs> well, John, John Eastler and I know each other pretty well. Mm-hmm. We, we can sit and joke, joke back and forth. But, John, awesome. Over 2,000 students. And, mm-hmm. and you, were, you were just going to do four or 500. You bring four or five hundred in. That's what they were hoping for. Um, and Crazy, it's awesome. Obviously, as as you are building a plan, um, things change and morph over time, and they mm-hmm. did. Mm-hmm. Um, and <clears throat> with the great support of Jackson County Schools and our our two uh, high schools, East Jackson High School and Jackson County High School, I think we've really been able to to build something pretty solid here. Do you think this campus will expand one day? Possibly. Uh, we're hoping to add some new programs in the future. Um, well, I, which mean, would, I mean physically, though, even building. That's what I mean physically. Okay. Okay. Um, you know, if I have my way, maybe in sometime in the near future, we'll be adding automotive on, right, which right. would uh, obviously before we could do that, we'd have to add autom- an automotive diesel lab where we can actually do the work on it. So um, hopefully we will see some expansion for potential future pathways. So, so what do you need to, to make that happen? Uh, some industry professionals, some, some business partnerships? Yes, uh, we've actually are in conversation with some folks. Uh, that's probably one of the primary skills that I'm hearing a lot from business and industry asking for some help from. And so we will be reaching out to business and industry partners and figuring out uh, in partnership with Jackson County Schools how we can put us a lab on on campus here and hopefully start teaching that sometime in the the next few years. Are there specific ways that that businesses and and the industries, specific ways they can get involved with Empower? Absolutely. So, um, you know, talking on a grand scheme of things, there's so many different ways that business and industry can get involved with us. Obviously, if I'm trying to uh, raise money to build automotive lab, you know, one way that businesses can get engaged with us is through donation of funds to be able to, to, to do certain things. When a business does donate those funds to us, it goes into the program it goes into tools, it goes into equipment, and it goes into the experiences for our students. Um, kind of pairing that back a little bit, one way that businesses can really get engaged with us is through participating in our advisory committee meetings, our advisory committees. So each one of our pathways has specific professionals who get together at least two times a year, and we're hoping to maybe expand on that a little bit, where we're bringing these folks in to look at our curriculum, to look at what we're doing in the classroom, look at our tools and equipment, and make sure that we're staying relevant to what the needs of business and industry are. Expanding on those advisory committees, getting folks to come in and speak to our students about what they're seeing out there in business and industry, mm-hmm. what the, in their own businesses, what they're looking for, to, to come in and do mock interviews, to sit down and work with young people on writing cover letters and writing resumes, to to be prepared to do those interviews, maybe even coming in and doing interviews for our, our young people who might be looking for work-based learning jobs or who even could possibly 
possibly be graduating from high school looking for that first employment uh, if they're not planning on going to a, a post-secondary institution or to the military, and then even opening up their doors to allow us to take their, our students in to tour and see what they're doing out in business and industry and making sure and holding us accountable as a school or as a program to making sure that all those things happen back and forth. We want to make sure that we're giving our industry access to a future workforce. And that's our part to them is to make sure that they have potential people to come in and work for them, but to help hold us accountable to make sure that we're doing those things, they've got to be engaged with us. Gotcha, gotcha. I think you answered this, but go back to the the committees you talked, you mentioned, you mm-hmm. talked about. If they get involved, what what should they expect? Let me say this correctly. What should they expect as far as a, a time frame? You're they're going to meet a couple times a year. This isn't going to turn into a part time job for them. No, because uh, everybody's busy. Oh, uh-huh, John, yeah. I don't have time for that. Absolutely. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But but we want it to go further than the traditional um, partners in education generally does, where you know most of the time a school goes to a business saying we need this, we need you to do this for us, do it for us. Um, so a person or a business or an industry can get as involved with us as they feel like they need to get involved, as much or as little as as they they can. So advisory committees meet twice a year. I hope to maybe do a a few more informal type of meetings to make sure that we're utilizing their knowledge and their skills as much as possible. And and if you're a business that has several employees, uh, I know there are some businesses that really want to encourage their employees to be engaged in in community activities. We can uh, engage them in various ways in order to make that happen. Um, so it's really how much do they want to be involved? I got you. Again, I just I hear this horrible echo in my my head. People say, "Well, I don't have time for all that. I, mm-hmm. I can't do all that." But but it, it, you're talking about a, a handful of meetings a year, right? And so that that can be fit into a schedule. That's that's my whole point. That really can. And my argument's going to be this. We want young people to come back here and live here exactly. and work here and give raise them a, their give families. Give them a reason here. to. Give them a reason yeah. to. And if investing a little time in who could be future employees for you or future clients of yours, if uh, that isn't, if you're too busy to make that investment, you know, I, this may sound a little bit harsh, but I think maybe you need to think a little bit longer term than, you know, immediacy. I agree with you. Uh, obviously, you know, we're going to work with somebody and in, in how much they can or how little they can, but the more somebody gets engaged with us, I think the better their future is going to be uh, around. If you don't want to get engaged, why are we even doing this? Right. Absolutely. That's we, what this is for. That's exactly what this is for. And, and remember, you know, education has always kind of just done its thing in its silo. Empower right. is a way for everybody to work together to build the type of community, the type of workforce, the type of future for Jackson County. But we have to do it together. It cannot just be on the backs of our educators. Right. Otherwise, it's going to be really hard to to really make sure that those young people are ready this will never happen it'll, it'll never you you wouldn't get another three years out of it. you just wouldn't you wouldn't absolutely not you talk about engaging Lanier Technical College mm-hmm. Lanier Tech we all call it Lanier Tech they're very engaged power is very engaged with them mm-hmm. I hear they're pretty terrific oh they're awesome I've met a number of them mm-hmm. they're all great Right. So tell me more about that relationship. So when Empower was formed, um, when we applied for the grant, the grant came through 
the state legislature to the technical college system through the Georgia College and Career Academy Partnership Grant. In order for a community to be eligible to do a career academy, they had to go to their technical college and make sure their technical college that served their region was on board. Lanier Tech has been an absolute champion uh, of Empower since we talked uh, about this or since they started talking about this now it's about 10 years ago eight to ten Um, years yeah it's been a a long long time their hope is just like our hope is there is a lot of opportunity to serve our community and to upskill our community to make sure that our workforce is ready and so tim mcdonald president of lanier tech and chip reynolds who serves on my board of director who's the director of the um Barrow campus. They are highly engaged in what we're trying to do here, trying to expand our dual enrollment opportunities so our young people can earn college credit while they're here. Uh, But more importantly, to really meet the needs of the greater uh, Jackson County community beyond what they've been able to do out of the campus up in commerce. So without Lanier Tech, this probably honestly would would never get off the ground. Well, we wouldn't have a career academy if it wasn't for Lanier Tech, period. How about Uh, that? If you don't have that partnership, if that money couldn't have flown through the technical college system in that partnership. It's not coming at all. It's not coming at all, um, which makes it so, so important. And really working together is, is huge because you don't want to duplicate um, services. You don't want to. You don't want to waste a bunch of money by just trying to do the same things. Right, right. You know, in one place or the other. So it really gives Lanier Tech an opportunity to expand their footprint and and the clientele that they serve. And it gives us an opportunity to expose our young people to opportunities through dual enrollment. And and even beyond that, I mean, we're doing GED classes here in the evening times. We're doing ESL classes here in the evening times. We're actually getting ready to go to four. We're actually are already doing four days a week uh, for those classes. And I hope at some point in time, we can even do credit bearing classes for for adults in the evening time here. I don't want to go down a rabbit hole, but We both know David Butler well. Mm -hmm. It's been a little while since he was in here. He made one comment while he was here. GEDs in Jackson County are free, and I don't want to go way down the rabbit hole there, but that still, John, impresses the daylights out of me. It really does, because we have a lot of people who want to better themselves, and you can better yourself through education, and getting that GED is important, or our ESOL students learning the language is is really important, and even taking it another step further to getting them access to further post-secondary training is, is huge. And our young people, I mean, we're trying to do dual enrollment welding here. I think we've got one class of that uh, starting this year. Nice. Promoting and trying to bring in mechatronics. We're going to talk classes. about that before we get out of here. Absolutely. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. And then uh, we also have some healthcare dual enrollment classes along with CORE. Um, and so we want all of our young people to have those opportunities while they're here to get free college credit while they're in high school. A lot cheaper to do it in high school, folks. It is. So I think it's safe to say that Lanier Tech is by far one of your greatest partners. They absolutely are. Hey, segue, John. Segue, my friend. Hey, having great community partners, John, as you know, is, is super important. One of Northeast Georgia Business Radio X's community partners is Green Insurance Group. Now, everyone has different insurance needs. Contact the Green Insurance Group today and find out how they can help protect your hard-earned assets. Nick and his team can provide a personalized business or individual assessment, home, fire, auto, commercial life, and much, much more. Visit greeninsurancegroup.net. That's green with an E on the end, insurancegroup.net. Get peace of mind, ensure a brighter future. And while you're at it, visit our new website, 
N-E-G-A-B-R-X.com to see all our great community partners. John, you still there? I'm still here. Got to pay the bills, man. Oh, and you got to, I mean, when when you have community partners, take boy, you got to sing their praises. You, you take care you of You got to let them know. You know, the crazy thing is I actually know Nick Green very well. I've known him for many, many years, and he still talks to me, which is shocking. <laughs> That's pretty impressive. But Nick will fight for you. He's, mm-hmm. he's, he's a good guy. He's yep. a good guy. Mm-hmm. Where were we, man? Uh, we were talking about Lanier Tech and some how of the awesome dual enrollment are. classes and how awesome they are and, and just kind of where we're going in the future. Now, you've got something coming up this year, this new school year. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about this. Mm-hmm. I think this is such a simple idea. It's a genius idea. You've got a new pathway coming up. We do. Absolutely. Law, public safety, corrections, and security. Mm-hmm. Tell me all about that. I'm excited about this. One of our great community partners, uh, Sheriff Janice Mangum. She's amazing. She is absolutely amazing. And, and of course, the Sheriff's Department provides all of our school resource officers. You've you've got the Jefferson Police Department, Commerce Police Department, all the different city police departments, the fire departments. You know, so public safety is a major issue for everywhere. And, of course, as you grow, it becomes a bigger issue. And just like every other industry, the public safety industry is struggling, especially the law enforcement uh, services policing are struggling to find those future employees. So we uh, decided this year that we were going to start this new pathway. So the career cluster is is what you read. The actual pathway is uh, criminal justice uh, forensics. Oh, good. TV helps that, bring... That is easier to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just a couple words. But uh, the entry-level class of that hits all aspects of public safety. We're real excited about having Christina Curtis, who is our instructor for that class, um, Boy, she has been working hard this summer. She has been job shadowing and spending a lot of time with the various departments so that she can learn what it is that they do, what skills they're looking for, and how she can incorporate that into her classroom with these young people. And sometimes when you start a new pathway, you know, you struggle to get a few classes going. I was wondering, have you had a response? Uh, So she's full-time teaching introduction to public safety, introduction to law, justice, and all those different things. I'm forgetting the actual name of it, but uh, we have six full classes for her starting this year, three each semester. We're on the four-by-four block, so that is a full schedule for her, and that's just really, you know, kind of sometimes challenging when you're starting a new pathway is getting young people, but boy, they signed up for this one. That took place just within a few months. Yes, it did. So we started promoting uh, that back mm, January, February. First of the year. Uh, first of the year, and students started signing up for it, and we realized really quickly that we were going to have to have a full-time teacher in order to be able to do that. Miss Curtis brings such an energy to what it is and a desire to learn herself, and I think that's going to become contagious to the young people. What our ultimate goal in this is is for students to understand, you know, yes, what are all the careers in public safety that you can go down One of our primary goals here at Empower is to have young people come out with real certifications. We hope uh, in the next year or two, not this coming year, but maybe the year or two following, that we can actually offer a jailer certification, which is an entry-level position that you have to have it to get entry-level into uh, becoming a sheriff's deputy. or That gets uh, you started. That gets you started. Down that road. And so we really hope, again, it is a real credential that our young people can walk away with through Lanier Tech. Going back to Lanier Tech, uh, we're trying to promote a fire science pathway here so not only the policing 
law enforcement services, but also fire services. And then, of course, through our healthcare signs, we're doing ENT. So we're trying to hit a lot of different areas in public safety to get our young people interested. How long would it take a, a student to get a certification like that? Well, so it's a, um, about a course. So each pathway is three courses. Okay. And so it, okay. once we get it implemented into that third level course, um, by the time the students in, uh, complete that course, they should be able to be certified as a, a jailer. So is that one year of school? One semester, one semester essentially. So half, mm-hmm. half a year. Yeah, half a year since we're on that four by four block. So And once you reach that, reach that point, they can become certified. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're yeah. hoping so. There's a, there's an assessment that, that they'll have to take. And of course. There's some coordination back and forth between the sheriff's department and all that we have to do sure. to look at. We're not looking at it for this next year, obviously, because we only have entry-level students. Oh, yeah, yeah. But You're just beginning. We, yeah. yeah. You're just but, beginning. Um, as we grow the pathway and, and add second course and third course options, hopefully that'll be one of the options that we do. I, I got you. Mm-hmm. I got you. I, I'm not going to say hopefully it will be. We're going to make it happen. I don't doubt it for one yeah. second. You, but you've got everybody on board, police, fire. Yes, and they've um, they've wrapped their arms around Christina by taking her out and letting her do ride-alongs and seeing what they're doing. And, and she was with the sheriff's department just last week, you know, really seeing what all the different positions were. And, and that's our goal is to help our young people understand that, you know, public safety is more than just being a police officer. Right. It's more than just being a firefighter or it's more than just being an EMT. There are so many different career opportunities. So we want to expose our kids to what all of those opportunities mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. John, in, in almost any industry, though, students, people don't go into it because they just simply don't know it. it's there. They don't know. There's also uh, sometimes yeah, the negative know. connotation of what, well, what comes along. Well, I sure, mean, we're, we're not sure. going to get into politics right now. No, but, no, no, please don't. But I think what will happen is, uh, you know, once these young people really understand what it entails, uh, I think they're going to get excited. Sounds like you're going to build a better community, my friend. Yeah, well, that's our whole goal. I like it. I mm-hmm. like it. Yep. All right, now something I know you want to talk about. You already mentioned it. You're excited about mm-hmm. it. I'm excited about it too. Mechatronics. Mm-hmm. That's a really cool word. What does it mean? I like to kind of call it more um, advanced technology and engineering. That's actually aligns with associate degree program that you can get through linear tech. It's the engineering that goes in behind uh, advanced manufacturing. So the electrical systems, the mechanical systems, the robotics, the hydraulics, the pneumatics, the PLCs, the programmable logic controls, all the stuff that goes into advanced manufacturing um, where we're at today. Yes, there are some still traditional manufacturers where there's a lot of, you know, human capital that's invested in building mm-hmm. that part. But but the more that our industry becomes mechanized um, or automated, that's what mechatronics is all about. And um, so we're trying to help expose our young people to the fact that manufacturing isn't the old dark, dirty highly dangerous stand out of machine all day absolutely um, okay. it is highly technical uh, gotcha. if if you like working with your hands if you like problem solving if if you like what was that show that was on discovery channel how things work or how things oh, yeah. are made uh, yeah. you know if you like watching that kind of stuff that's what we're trying to help our young people understand is what goes into the manufacturing process and since jackson county is becoming that hub it of is. manufacturing and that's one of the biggest growing areas as far as industrial need is here in Jackson County, we have to make sure that our young people understand what it takes and what it means and and how do you become involved and engaged in those. And there's some really good careers that are happening out there. Oh, Mm -hmm. gosh, yeah. So basically you're maintaining the the machine slash even, I guess you'd call them robots, 
that quote unquote do the work. Uh, yeah, you're, you're working, you're programming, you're maintaining, maintaining them. them, working, understanding how all the components work on an individual basis, but then how do they all come together in the advanced, the whole advanced manufacturing process? That's what you mean by advanced. That, yeah. So it's, it's yes, you can look at electrical and you can understand AC, DC electrical, mm-hmm. but then understanding, you know, how that ties into that manufacturing process and how then it works with the robotics, how it works with the programmable logic controls, how it works with all of mechanical drives and everything. Students are able to see it all come together and make sense. Is there, an, I guess there's a need for that or you wouldn't be doing it. Oh, it's a huge need. Is there really? It's a huge need. Not just here in Jackson County. No, it's it's all over. And, and as we bring in, hopefully uh, continue to entice manufacturers to come to Jackson County, so we have more and more relevant jobs, not just warehousing. I know when, when you start looking at all these big buildings that are coming up, there is a lot of manufacturing that happens, but they have to have people that they can train who they can take somebody who has some mechanical aptitude mm-hmm. and bring them in and train them. But if we can help a student have some of that mechanical aptitude before they ever come out right. and really understand a business is going to be much well, much more well off oh, yeah. uh, at the grand scheme well, of things. And yeah. Man. It's it's a quicker return on investment. It really is, and and Solmax uh, is, is again one of our huge partners, and they um, doing that German style, the Georgia Cat program, German style apprenticeship right. program. They just hired their second apprentice this year. Their first apprentice is still going uh, through the process and is enrolled at Lanier Tech. And by the time he's all said and done, they've got a, a really highly qualified employee that's trained in just a couple of years after high school that'll probably stay with them long term. And so um, the more that we can do that here and the more that we can partner with our business and industries we actually need more industries who are interested in that georgia cap program to come on board so that we can have more opportunities for our young people to be able to experience uh, this and get them into into those workplaces so that they will stay here and work here would it be wrong to possibly name some of those specific industries uh you talking about for needing additional? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's 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 all manufacturing, and, okay. and most of the time, it's it's middle to um, small to middle mid sized companies. A large company who has its own internal training program probably wouldn't see the value as much into the Georgia Cap program as a as a smaller company would. But uh, you know, if we can get more folks who are first of all willing to take a young person who has a desire to learn under their wings to help them get through the whole process. Of, of understanding what mechatronics and advanced manufacturing is uh, and then help them bridge the gap between high school, possible post-secondary e- education, or straight into the world of work, you know, that, that's really just going to help these young people or these businesses have these young people come in, become dedicated. Uh, I know a challenge that business industries, uh, manufacturers have is training somebody and then having that person leave after a year or two to go, you know. I, I brought up a return on investment mm-hmm. in any, any size business. I right. don't care what industry it is. You are taking such a risk when you bring anyone in, somebody, I don't like the word anyone. When you bring someone in and you spend, if it's a day, six weeks, six months, let alone more than that, you're taking such a risk. Absolutely. Because you get them trained and, yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. Right. That's such a risk. And that's a big big part of what Empower is all about. Exactly. You know, if these young people don't have never had a chance to experience manufacturing before, right. they go and they go to work for somebody and somebody invests in them. And in six months, they realize this isn't what they want to do. Right. You know, unfortunately, you can't recoup that. But if we can kind of expose them 
that to them on the front mm-hmm. side. Um, I mean, we've got other folks that we're working with. Kubota is a big partner with ours. SK Battery is a huge partner. Toyota, uh, Teak Attack, all very large partners of ours. And, and you know, we're going to always give them uh, shout outs, but we want to continue to grow that uh, base of industries who are helping to invest in what our young people are doing, get them experiences and opportunities. <laughs> that sounds like a winner. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. But, but you know what, John, what's really, really cool is it, it's working. It is. Yes, it you're, is. You're not just talking, man. You're actually doing it. Right. And going back it's to our initial cool. our initial conversation is, you know, having these true partnerships with these business and industries help keep us accountable to continue to do what it is that we need to do. I love accountability. Mm-hmm. Right. Even as far as is going through Lanier Tech for the, for the grant, mm-hmm. there's there's levels of accountability there. Right. That's to the great. Right. We actually will be going through a certification process this fall, and it's mandated by law. And what it does is this team will come in and, and look at us and compare what we're doing to the true definition of what a college and career academy is to make sure that we're meeting that. If we're doing everything right, we'll come out with a full certification that says that we are a Georgia College and Career uh, certified Georgia College and Career Academy. So we'll be engaging some of our business partners in that as as we come up into the fall. But uh, that's an exciting time because it makes us take a real deep look into what we're doing. Yeah, yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. Nice. I love it. One thing we, we never touched on, I've got a teenage child, and I wanted them, maybe they wanted to, we both wanted them to become involved with the Empower Center, mm-hmm. be a student here. Obviously, I need to live in Jackson County. Right. But what does my child do? They go to a counselor. I go to a counselor. So great question. Um, you know, so first of all. You don't they, just show up because you feel like it. Right. They have to actually be enrolled in a Jackson County high school. So either East Jackson High School or Jackson County okay, High that, School that, right that, at this point. That excludes Jefferson and Commerce. Uh, for the time being. We for hope at some point in time I hope we'll so be too. able to. A lot of great kids in, in, in all three uh, systems. And we want to help serve those students at, at some point. We do have some uh, Commerce students that are going to be coming to do dual enrollment this year. Nice. Uh, nice. But for a student to want to, um, whenever we go through the registration process, which will start probably October, we'll bring in, first of all, we'll bring all the eighth graders. Every eighth grader in Jackson County will come through here to get a chance to tour. We'll have a couple of, of open houses where they can bring their parents back. And then all they have to do is to sign up to take a class that we offer here that they don't offer at the base school. So we don't have an, an, an application process. We don't care that you're the best student in the school. We don't right. care that you maybe have had some discipline issues or some attendance issues because we believe that we can take all students where they're at if they're willing to work with us to, to come here uh, and we'll give them a great experience as long as they'll partner with us and make sure that they're living up to what our expectations are of them and then we're going to do everything to live up to their expectations of us so it becomes that true partnership but all they got to do is sign up to take a class so now do do their parents or the the students have to pay additional money to do this no we're part of jackson county school so it's all it's all included we provide busing from both jackson county and east jackson comprehensive high school so they don't even have to drive um they can if they want to but uh, they don't have to have transportation so it's not an extra burden on the family absolutely not no so it really doesn't matter how much money mom and dad do or don't make nope not at all just the will to be here absolutely john that's amazing mm-hmm. we'd never talked about that before no we hadn't that's uh, awesome yeah that's so awesome. we want to serve everybody and this year we'll actually be serving probably close to i would venture to say about 75 percent of jackson county high school students is it that high mm-hmm. wow, that's awesome 
wow, I guess it is working. Mm-hmm. Nice. I guess if that number starts going down, it means you're doing something wrong. Well, probably so. <laughs> probably so. And then they'll, they'll boot out the poor radio guy. Uh, no, they'll boot out the CEO is what they'll do. Oh, we, so. don't, want, we don't want that either. <laughs> uh, we don't want that either. Yep. Well, now my computer's making noises. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> John, thanks for coming in. What is there anything real quick? before we run off that, that we needed to get in. We covered a lot of good stuff, man. Just, uh, you know, uh, um, if uh, you want to know more, if you want to see what we're doing, seeing is believing, you know, um, we will have a couple of industry, or not industry, but community days uh, where community members who have not been through Empower will have an opportunity once in the fall and once in the early spring to come through and, and be able to tour and see what we're doing, mm-hmm. uh, see our labs. We can talk about it all day, but until you see it, it's really kind of hard to, right. to get a grasp. Right. But uh, and then I can also do uh, individual private tours at any point in time, sit down and have any conversation. So just reach out to me and we'll be happy to take care of you. I love it. I love it. Nice. Is there a website that they empower dot Jackson? Jackson Schools GA or something? Yeah, it just changed uh, because we've gone to a new website hosting system that Jackson County. So I think it is empower slash Jackson. So it's a little bit different than what it was in the past. I'm looking at it. Mm -hmm. It, I don't remember it being that. I'm sorry. It was Jackson schools. Georgia. show prep by the host. Sorry about that. No, no. It's show prep by the CEO who doesn't even know the newest one by himself. We're going to edit this whole part out. (laughs) Everyone's laughing at us, John. (laughs) It's all right. (laughs) But they can Google it. Folks, if you you Google the Empower College and Career Center, Jackson County, or I tell you what, Google John Eastler. And boom, he'll be there. Yeah, it might be scary what you might find. I okay, hope just not. go no. with the power. <laughs> John, you're always welcome here. It's always a great time. Thank you, Tom. I always appreciate you talking. You know they're going to play my music on me any second because that's, yeah, yeah, see, that's what they do. John Eastler, CEO of the Empower College and Career Center, the home of Northeast Georgia Business Radio. The work they're doing here is amazing. They're building our future, folks, and they're pretty darn good at it. I'm Tom Sheldon. We'll talk to you soon.